Welcome to Pick Up Your Sticks, where we talk about why gaming matters with your hosts, Brett Lindley and Walker Near. This week, Walker's finally gotten me into Rocket League, and oh boy, hold on to your boost pads. All right, Walker, we know what's got you picking up your sticks this week. Oh, yeah. For for five years now, yep. uh, I have been playing Rocket League, which is actually, now now that you've seen Rocket League and seen the, the skill variants that Rocket mm-hmm. League has, uh, it's actually not a badge of honor for me to say that I've played it for five years and be as bad as I am. <laughs> You're not <laughs> Rocket League. Bad. I, I drag you down a lot. I drag you down a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. But yeah, Rocket League. So um, obviously, like I said, been out for, for five years. I picked it up pretty much right when it came out. Um, and then it went to Epic here recently. It originally came out on Steam and the consoles and then on PC, at least. It recently migrated to Epic, became free to play. And you picked it up. And, I picked it up. Yeah, and then it so- sat installed on my desktop for... I don't know, three months or so. And finally you were just like, instead of asking me, you know, if I'd played or if it had installed or whatever, I think I had played like one tutorial mission or something. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, Hey, you don't play tonight. I was like, or what was that it? I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. Well, to your credit, I mean, I had begged you to install it forever and then you did. And I think you even, I think it was even on one of our episodes, you talked about how you'd mess with the tutorial. Um, And then you were like, yeah, I mean, I'm down to play whenever. And the truth is, is, I haven't played a ton in recent months. It's not, I mean, as much as I like Rocket League, it's not, it's kind of, it's kind of like StarCraft for me, where it's something that I might get really into and then go away from, but not because it's bad all of a sudden. Right. I just, you're just not, your, your hours are not consistent hours. They are spread across five years. Exactly. Um, but anyway, and I think we were, I think we had a Team Exxon tournament one night that was coming up. Mm-hmm. And we might have even recorded first or something, but either way, we had like a window of time where I knew neither of us had anything to do. And I was like, eh, we could play some Rocket League and there's a clear end point because we need to go to the right. Exxon tournament and whatever. And uh, and you agreed, which I didn't know if you would or not. And then, I mean, I don't mean to speak for you, but I'm pretty sure you were sucked in right away. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's... <laughs> I'm I'm actually I'm actually a little embarrassed about my because like my initial trepidation is like it's car soccer yep like so meh not doesn't really i don't know probably not that interesting not really my kind of shtick not my usual kind of game um i mean no go ahead no i I was gonna say you're also i mean not that you're like averse to pvp but like that's not the thing that draws you in usually yeah um competitive games can get i've got a lot of sour history with competitive games and like Whereas I don't hate sports games, there's been a couple of the, like, I don't know, probably really old Madden or before it was Madden when it was other various football games that I've, I mean, I've played various sports games and they're okay. Like some of them I've even gotten fairly interested in, Uh, but none of them have I ever really been like, that's the game. It's always just a friend's house. They have it. They prefer to play it and I don't mind playing it. So I'll play it with them and whatever. But Rocket League has kind of cons- consumed me. I'm consumed. I don't know. I'm not going to consume it. That's not going to happen. But, uh, yeah, I have. It's 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 pretty all encompassing how much I dove in and how fast. 
Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing that to me is, um, is so interesting about it is I actually had the exact same response that you did when I saw it. Like when it came out, I was like, well, I'm not a real big racing game player. I mean, I, I, I love Mario Kart, I guess, (laughs) but so I'm not like a big car game person. Um, certainly a game where you're like maybe wrecking cars into each other, which I didn't know how much of that played into it. I mean, it's a small amount, but, but it's like, I don't really care about that. And then, yeah, Twisted like, metal I, only goes so far kind of exactly. You know? Exactly. Uh, I'm not a huge twisted metal fan, actually. Like I owned one of them. I think twisted metal black. Maybe I owned on yeah, PlayStation. I, I think I owned black on, I think it was the GameCube. Maybe if mm-hmm. it came out on that or something close to it and played it a fair amount, but yeah, I mean, I played it back then, but it was all, it was kind of like, it was almost novel because of how crass it was. Mm-hmm. And like, it was like, Kind of like a Rockstar game. Right. Rockstar but it was mostly just edgy. that. It was shock value. Yeah, it was just edgy and, and whatever. Um, and then, yeah, like I'm... And that's the other thing I was going to say is like... And I don't mean this in a... I don't mean this as a negative statement or something. But like you're not you're not like an avid like sports player. Like you didn't grow up no, playing no. sports and stuff for school. And, and again, I don't mean that as a shock. No, I no, no. This is true. I mean, I did. I dabbled a little here and there, but definitely by the time junior high hit, it was nah, I'm out. <laughs> right. Um, and I'm someone that I mean, I've talked about on, on this show to some extent. I'm a huge basketball fan. I follow the NBA. I played basketball all my life. And um, at least as you know, when I was younger and but soccer zero appeal to me ever. Now, a lot of that's because I think I just don't really understand it other than like kick the ball in the net kind of thing. Right. So to watch it, I don't know what I'm looking for. What what the intense pieces of it are. Yeah. Yeah. What a good move was or something. Um, And yeah, I I just kept reading all these articles uh, from like Kotaku and PC Gamer and, you know, wherever about how, how addictive Rocket League was and how it was just this like thrilling thing. And I was so skeptical, but I'm, I definitely, if there is enough buzz about something, <laughs> it's not always, I mean, I never Marketing worked on Walker. Yeah. yeah. Like I never tried <laughs> Fortnite, but I, I mean, like among us, that's the reason I have among us. That's the reason I have fall guys. Right. Because I read articles where people are like, this is nuts. And I'm like, ah, and especially if it's a game that's under $20, which right. Rocket League, even when it was pay to play was 15. Um, so I was like, all right, fine. And yeah, I was blown away instantly. Like I was so just like yourself. Like I was so shocked at how good it was. And then when I got friends to play, mm-hmm. it's even better. That's you know? the real kicker for me. I think like I've played a little bit on my own, but one, I, I don't have, the skills or tenacity to last very long in ones like one V one. And I hate pub queuing even in two V two or three V three. Like it's just, it's a lot easier and it's not even like, it's just a combination of things. Like the toxicity really isn't, it's not nearly like league of legends or anything like that. There's a little bit though, because any game like that is going to have it. And I think it, what bothers me most is that people, you don't have that long to type because the game is very fast paced and there's like three seconds between goals. So you've got to be quick. And so you're not going to be replying with like, Oh, I thought you were crappy, but turns out I'm just as bad. Ha ha. Like there, those moments that like we have when we play together, 
is it's way different to have a headset on and play with people that maybe not, you don't have to know them, but I would say like it is, it would be different to play with a headset in like even a discord like pub queue or something. It's going to be way different than just an auto match to somebody that's using quick text to spam the board, whatever. It's just like, even if it doesn't trigger me or get me frustrated, like I'm not tilted. I'm just like, this is like, it's dumb that you're wasting your time like that. Just keep going. Like, yeah. I mean, honestly, it's, I mean, the truth is, is it's just team team games in general. And, mm-hmm. and it's actually not unique to video games. I mean, it turns out if you go play basketball, even, and you go play a pickup game and the people you play with are at a wildly different skill level, whether that be better or worse, it's not enjoyable. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. and so... I mean, at least at least in Rocket League, like there are so many players that the matchmaking queue is ridiculously good. So that's that's funny you say, because I think that, too. And uh, I was just reading today, today, Epic or Psionics, I I don't know, one of the two tweeted out um, what would players think about eliminating boost from the game, which has to be got to be the joke. Or a tease for a maybe a new right, mode or something, right. but I mean it's just fundamental to the game, mm-hmm. so it doesn't make sense. And yeah, and the the comments though to that, I mean, it was people like, "Oh, Epic's already ruined the game <laughs> by ruining the matchmaking," and it's like, "What are you talking about?" Like the matchmaking, yeah, like, like we've gotten to the point where like if there have been games where you, me, and one of our other friends play, and it matches us up against a group of people who are all in the same clan. So they're all obviously playing together as a kind of like on a chat or something probably, and then have each of the three different ranks that they're ranked. We're the matching ranks of like, right. I'm like gold two to gold three, you're gold three to plat and our other buddies gold three to plat probably further plat than we are. And it'll just be like plat gold three gold two. Right. And in a matched queue, not just randoms, but like in a clan already. And like, right. It's just like, wow, that's in that's some and like, I feel like 95% of the time it's a close game. So if it's a close game, that means that if as long as one side's not pub stomping the other matchmaking's working. Yeah, well, I mean, I have over 3000 games played at this point in Rocket League. And again, that's spread over a long time and there's huge gaps of time between it. But my win rate's like, I think, 47 or 48 percent. Mm-hmm. which is very close to 50. Which is what you like want from matchmaking. matchmaking right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> if I'm always winning, then I should be climbing. You're and if right. I'm always losing, then I should be dropping. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not at the very top of the of the, the ranks or the very bottom, if I'm somewhere in the middle and my win rate's in the middle, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope, 100% agree. But yeah, it was just like, like so playing with friends like i said playing solo not really as interested uh now i'm fine like you and i have played and then matched up with just a random third and that's doable uh but i think it just communication helps so much in that game because it, it is a fast it's like it's like if all football players could have like like american football players or even soccer i suppose would work too but like if everybody was wearing a microphone and a headset and can communicate with their team about, you know what, let's change of plans. We're going to fake this guy out like and set something up in the middle of a play. Right. Like I just feel like that level of communication goes 
yeah. ways. Actually, it turns out that in in real sports, uh, that is a difference between you know low level and higher level play is actually just communication. The difference is is you, you are talking in front of the other team directly, right. but it kind of doesn't matter past a point. Like you just do it anyway. But yeah, I mean, that's a huge, a huge difference between, again, I don't want to say amateurs. I mean, cause I've never been more than, I mean, you know, never played any high level or anything, but, um, but yeah, communication is, is essential to team activities. Um, and it, honestly, it's the reason though, that I've never been able to really, I think, get into MOBAs. I will cite that the reason that I don't like MOBAs is because there's so much to learn and there's all these builds and all these items. And that's all true that I do find that tedious. I've also, I've not had five other people or four other people or whatever that would make a full team to play with. Right. And if I did, I would probably be a lot more apt to do that. But to your point, it's like, it's just so frustrating playing with randoms without communication. And especially when you're low level, that means everyone else you're playing with is low level. Right. And most of them are not introspective about the fact that they're exactly <laughs> yeah well I'm like i'm probably the most willing to be like i'm probably just bad like i don't know what i'm doing and uh, but i'm also like i immediately went out and started watching videos like what are the things beginners should learn and it's like rotations cool what is rotation how does rotating work like how does front post and back post work like things that i can learn outside of just hitting the ball because that's something that I have to like practice or just come with time. Mm-hmm. But like, what what is the terminology of the game? What do these different things mean? What is what constitutes, you know, good play versus bad play? Like, mostly, what's the situal the situational awareness of the field? Like, what does it even mean to be aware of things that are going on? And like, what distinguishes a somebody that you could tell has good awareness versus bad? Like. If somebody's only chasing the ball and only trying to hit the ball, that's bad. If somebody sees that nobody's guarding the goal and two players are really far forward and they move back to guard the goal just in case, that's good awareness. Like they're being aware of more than just the ball. They're looking at, there's times where, you know, maybe the person guarding the net suddenly chases forward all the way to help score a goal because they see that the enemy team is out of position and their team members are in a bad spot or too far forward and may not have a good hit on the ball. So they can be like, you know what, I'm coming forward. I'll take the shot and, you know, let that play. And that's like that level of awareness and being able to communicate that is are the things that I could learn by just going out and watching some YouTube videos and watching other people play and how, what are, you know, things like, there's some other like settings like camera settings and whatnot can be kind of important. But for me, it was just a lot of learning. Like, and I, I went to go learn all of that stuff immediately. And it, I can say it definitely didn't pay off instantly, but the more I saw it, the faster I think I became aware of how rotations work. And and the more that like when, when you or our other friend would be like, Hey, we need to work on you know rotating better. It usually wasn't just me. It was usually all of us because it happens to everyone, but it, I understood what that meant and I didn't have to like ask or something. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's yeah, there, there's definitely a lot that can be gleaned outside of playing. And I think that's the other thing about rocket league. That's so it just impresses me uh, top to bottom because it's a game that you can play at a really low level um, and still have fun. Oh, it is still amazing. Like, like I would say that like, 
and I don't mean to interrupt, but like no. StarCraft Bronze League is just kind of frustrating, but like Rocket League Bronze League is still a blast. Like, well, it's, I mean, and again, I, you know, I think that with, with something like StarCraft, I think what, I think the reason is because there are just so many possibilities and in StarCraft specifically, but in, in MOBAs too, there's also just a lot of situations where it's like, if your opponent does X and you don't counter with the X counter, mm-hmm. you just lose right now. Right. And if you do counter with the X counter, then it's actually not that hard to overcome. And it's, it's actually right. just not even remarkable at all. But if you don't, then it's a showstopper. And in Rocket League, there's just, I'm so happy with how simple they made the game. Like mm-hmm. there are no, technically, yes, there are different bodies and stuff of cars and they have, the most tiny differences in hitbox. Right. But anyone who's not like grand champion level that would claim that that is important is lying because they're they're wrong. (laughs) That's not why you're missing. It's not because (laughs) the wrong hitbox that again is infinitesimally different. I will claim that. And I would call you out, right? Like you didn't, you didn't the other day. I definitely had switched cars for a moment and it, it just like the, the one car I think it was, based off of the Merc body is the truck that I have. And it just has a, a very wide flat, flat front to hit with. Whereas a lot of cars have like a skinnier front bumper. And like, it just, it felt a little easier to hit the wall. Maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't. It felt a little easier. <laughs> so I do remember when you actually brought that up. And, and honestly, my thought there though, because I've changed, I actually don't like playing with the vans and trucks right. either. They feel like cubes. Right. I don't actually think, though, that the literal interaction between my car and the ball is that different. I think that how I'm seeing it. That is, yeah, like like lining up. And some of some people claim for like doing flip resets on a car because you have to hit a flip reset is when you are flipped over and the ball touches the bottom of your car. So it actually counts as your wheels touching the ground and you can get another jump, double jump because you have double jump and then you can boost. So flip resets, like you hit the ball in the air, you flip upside down, it resets your double jump, then you double jump again to change the direction of the ball. Well, to do that flip reset, the ball has to hit a really tiny spot on your car right. uh, because it wasn't like an intended thing in the game that that was happened, but it it ended up being a thing they left in. Well, some cars have like a visual detail on the bottom of the car that's like in that spot or close to it. So you can use that as a marker to figure it out more easily. So like, yeah, like seeing how you're going to hit something or how you think about a shot is definitely probably about the biggest change that happens. But now there are, again, there are little little differences. But like you said, anything below like master grandmaster level, probably not going to notice a lot. And even then, I don't know how viable it is. But I, if you had said, though, I think I'm missing more now because I don't think the turn radius on this car is good Oh, enough, yeah, no, no. Then no, I would have no. been like, that's <laughs> Yeah, no, they're all pretty much the same. Well, and I do like that, though. I like that Yeah, there's no top speed versus acceleration versus right. torque, uh, turn radius. None, and it's like I thought that it would be cool to have that stuff, but then it just is going to be min-maxed. And right like it's all even right now yeah well and and i mean it it allows for a few things i mean a it eliminates the need to to understand a meta um or understand 
builds it under it, it eliminates the need to be on the lookout for patch notes that are going to shift that said meta because now right. this car has a better there's no pick ban phase <laughs> right <laughs> right and you know something that we we haven't touched on at all yet though but that i've always as much as i'm not that into aesthetic something i've always loved about rocket league is the insane variety they have in aesthetics mm-hmm. and by not having all these dumb different stats and not having some ridiculous meta it really does allow you as the player to just pick whatever aesthetic you want right and that's fine and the no one's fiber paint isn't going to change the weight of your car right or or simply the sports car versus the van right. isn't a different role now mm-hmm. whereas if you play a moba or if you play starcraft and you think the zealots look really cool well if your enemy is air based it doesn't matter yeah. if you yeah. sell it cool you don't win right, right. so well um, yeah and it's i mean yeah, i ran into that a lot with like league of legends because the yep. characters all have cool lores and abilities and stuff <laughs> like cool i want to take this guy i want to take him out in, in the middle lane like, uh, that's a jungler. What are you doing? And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing, nor do I know what jungling means. Right. So I'm just bad. Right. Like, <laughs> and with Rocket League, like the other thing that's different between it and a lot of other games is that there's no obfuscation of what you can see. Like, right. you can see the whole field at any time if you choose to. I yep. mean, there's no fog uh, of war. There's no bushes. Right. I mean, obviously you have a field of view, so you might have to move the camera around, but yeah, there's nothing that's hidden from you at any point in time if you don't want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I'm actually interested. We've talked about it some, but really not actually that much, I don't think. I'm interested to hear what you think of the aesthetics because that's something that typically you're pretty engaged by. So I will start by saying I love it. Uh, they do. Nice. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Uh, I do. I feel sad now that I didn't join when it was Steam-based uh, because of how many things I would have gotten for free. And even in the paid DLCs and stuff, there are just things that you can't and won't ever be able to get, maybe able to get in the Epic version that were available in the paid for versions because they were licensed deals. Right. And those licenses were with Psionics, not with Epic. And it's all your favorite. It's like it's like the Batmobile. It's mm-hmm. the Ghostbusters car. Yep. It's the Back to the Future car. Like it's yep. stuff. It's all the stuff that I would, yeah, oh yeah, I would have just devoured all of it. Well, and just a ton of, just some of the 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 base cars are really cool too. I mean, like honestly, it's I love it because I I think this is one of those things, and and we had talked about this separately. Um, I don't think we talked about it on the show, but I never really got to play with Hot Wheels cars as a kid mm. because they were just not that they were super expensive. But if I was putting money into a toy, it was generally Legos because they were far more versatile. Yeah. So $1 for a Hot Wheels car and $20 for a Hot Wheels track would be, you know, a $20 Lego set that I could do anything with. Right. Um, and so very recently I picked up a few Hot Wheels cars to do some kit bashing and some Gaslands conversions for those that know what that is. It's like post-apocalyptic board game made out of Hot Wheels cars. It's really cool, cool, but... But uh, but Rocket League just well, I mean, and they got a sponsorship deal with Hot Wheels at one point. Yeah, but they already even without that, they have that Hot Wheels aesthetic in some of their vehicle. Like, there's a vehicle that looks a little bit like it should be a submarine, and one that looks a little bit like it should be a spaceship. Now they don't quite have the like giant skull with arms over the wheels sort of thing, right? But they're kind of close in a lot of them, and it just 
it they just feel like aesthetically feel good Mm -hmm. Uh, mechanically we can get into later as well but like there's and there's so many options like there's so there are a couple things that bother me but a couple things they do great as well so i will say that the greatest thing that they do is offering color palette yeah like the fact that so there's orange team and there's blue team and in the orange palette it's everything from red to pink to purple to like black and white and in the blue palette it's blue green i think yellow goes in red some of them even have some crossover you can make a red car pretty much look blue um it's not a full color wheel like 255 color selection but it's so close that whatever and like if you want it to be a slightly different tint you unlock in just the base like level progression through the first i don't know 20 hours of gameplay you unlock half a dozen different like paint styles which can be anything from like gloss semi-gloss metallic pearlescent to like hieroglyphic or sequins or like sweater fabric or whatever like there's there's tons of that stuff too so you can that changes the tone of the paint a lot and then there's just tons of decals which i think is like the vinyl wraps which change and the animated ones get ridiculous yeah where your whole car just shimmers or has a a dragon that swims over the front (laughs) back of your car or something like like come on right um so all of that in the amazing category. The stuff that I will put in the not quite as amazing category is some stuff they started doing around the time that they were doing loot boxes, which is what I think people colloquially call like the phase, the end of phase three and the start of phase four and phase five wheels. And that is wheels are unlocked one of each color. So for four, four rims that have color options, not all of them do. Uh, you unlock the white one separate from the green one. Right. And so there can be 20 different varieties of one type of wheel, which are all something that you could get in a drop. Uh, So that can be kind of frustrating is is matching a good color uh, or not having the right color wheel to match the color skin that you want. But on the flip side, at least they let you select a different, a totally different skin if you want for your orange and your blue car, or you can have them be the same. Yeah. Yeah, I love. I was really surprised when I discovered that that was a thing that you could set up entirely different templates. I mean, it it, it can be. I don't even know. I don't. Could you even? I guess you could probably do different cars. You could have one car be your orange car and one car be your blue car, and it could be a totally. Um, different I think it has to be the same car. You think? I think it does. Yeah, I think it does because it has to. Because in the menu where you're choosing it, I I would have to look. So you I don't apply. Mean... You apply to blue and apply to orange. Yeah, and it's all in that same selection. You know what I mean? Like right. it's all just different tabs. But either way, even if it had to be the same body, you could do different hat, different antenna, different mm-hmm. color, different wheel, everything else. Yeah, different so. paint type, different yep. decals, different yeah. Um, and like the goal explosions, those are so yeah. great like like all of the toast options you have for when you do something right like the when the goal explodes it becomes a, when you get a gore a goal the ball explodes and so when it happens maybe one person can have a black hole that sucks all the other cars in somebody can have a, a giant robotic bunny dj walk out and throw peace signs somebody else can have like twin double dragons that spin out like it's there's so much 
attention to detail and so much aesthetic for like, and I think that's kind of what throws me off some is like you expect and, and can be easily impressed by that in Starcraft because there's so much going on that the fact that they put different animations for the roaches melee attack versus ranged is like they don't need to do that. And that's amazing that they did. Yeah. But you don't see it a lot in the course of gameplay because there's so much going on. Right. And could could understand if they didn't put it in because most of the time you aren't going to notice the the five million ways a marine can explode. <laughs> like, but the fact that you do see these things in Rocket League and they are so customizable and there are so many of them, I think just adds to that impression. Like it makes me when I unlock a new goal explosion, man, am I driven to want to go get a goal not just for me, but like there were games where I'd like, I unlocked it. And I'm like, I'm going to keep this a secret. And one of these matches, I'm going to score a goal. And they're going to be like, hey, did you change your goal explosion? Like, <laughs> that's all I want. And that's all I want. It's like sweet new, uh, you know, like anthem that you got or whatever. Like, whatever. It's fine. It- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad that it, uh, that it's to your liking because I, I would think that it would be. Um, I, I, the the loot box system um, used to be something that was a, when the game wasn't free to play. The loot box system came into place, but it was something that you could hide uh, if you didn't want to see it. So, like back then, I knew I was never going to buy a loot box, right? So I just turned it off. So I never saw any of that stuff. Now I will say, I wasn't unlocking like some of the really really cool vinyl wraps or, right. or wheels and stuff through this th- without that. Right. Um, and I have unlocked some of the more fancy stuff since we've been playing after it's moved to Epic mm-hmm. and free to play. So I think actually they, while on the one hand they're less generous because you have to unlock almost everything. Right. On the other hand, I think that they're more generous in that when you do unlock something free, there's actually a chance it could be something pretty cool, not just a standard common, common, common item, common item, common item. Like, right, right. Yeah, they throw they throw a lot of content at you, and I mean, I originally had no intention of doing it. Well, because I joined right at the tail end of the last season. Yeah, I think there was like two weeks left in season one. Yep. So, a I I didn't know I wasn't going to do a battle pass or anything because. I have two weeks left and I didn't even know how long the season was. I, you know, a lot of things can be like a month long battle pass or whatever, but I was like, I'm not doing it because meh. And two, I was low level. So I was gaining like four levels a match and all four groups of the season unlock. Cause like the season, the way it plays out is every few weeks, you, there's another stage that opens up in the season that you can go unlock stuff in. So all four stages of the unlockable things were open because I was in the last couple of weeks. Right. And tons of the items were like 20,000 XP. And some of your first levels are like 200, 500, 1,000 XP. And still, I think it caps out at like 50,000 per level. So I was getting from these four levels of stage unlocks, I was just getting, and they're not like super complex things. You just get it from playing the game, basically. But I was getting, like, there were some that would give me, like, 12 levels for, like, one, and the levels give you unlocks and rewards and drops and stuff. So I was just swimming in loot for my first couple of weeks. Right. Yeah, um, that's all. Yeah, but then Season 2 comes out, and it's, like, just my favorite aesthetic. It's all 
DJs and neon and giant speakers. Right. So yeah, it was like what, fifteen bucks? Ten, I think. Ten, yeah. For a three month long battle pass, and we were playing consistently enough and still are that like I I'm going to unlock everything. I think I'm like level ninety through the season pass or something already, and we're only the second phase of four phases in. So I will have all the special gear from, and it's, especially with it being free to play and me already putting like, I think I'm at 50 hours now, 40, 50, somewhere in there. Uh, yeah, that's $10 worthy for sure. Right. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. That's where I was. You know, I, I've never really liked loot boxes cause I don't like the, uh, the gambling aspect. I don't like the yeah, fact that I can get something I don't want. Um, Battle passes are are strange to me too because I'm paying for the right to grind, which is right. Bizarre. It's bizarre that I if I don't grind, then I don't get what I paid for. Technically, mm-hmm. like I, that's strange to me. Um, but yeah, I haven't paid any money to Rocket League. I, there's been one other time I bought a a special car skin back right. when, like three years ago. Other than that, I've never spent any money other than the initial purchase. And yeah, we were playing so much and it was so much fun and season two had just started. And I was like, you know what? Rocket League deserves $10 from me. It's earned it. And uh, yeah, really glad I did it because it has been fun unlocking extra stuff and Mm -hmm. getting more aesthetics than I normally would have. And um, to your point, we've certainly played enough just now. Right. (laughs) I I played enough in the past that it would have been $10. But even now, I've, I've, I've definitely, it's earned it again. Um, yeah, I just, I, I love the aesthetics of it. I love the simplicity of it. Um, and, and that's what I started to, to talk about earlier when I was talking about like at the low level you can play and it's still fun. And that's, that never stops. Like it, and it, there's not a point where it's no longer fun. Like it's fun if everyone's driving around, like they've never played. Mm-hmm. It's fun at our level now where like people can kind of do aerials, but it's yeah. not. It's, the game is still largely played on the ground, mm-hmm. but there's more consistency in ball hitting and some place shots. Like yes. sometimes the pass is intentional. Sometimes the shot you mean for it to go behind the enemy and it does like, I mean, I would say the difference, you know, when I, when I first started playing at least, I mean, I just wanted to hit the ball mm-hmm. and then I just wanted to hit the ball towards the opposing team's goal right just in, in their half of the goal field like right. if I get it to their half of the field that i'm good right and then now it's like if something happens it could be said that i intended for it to happen mm-hmm. what can't be said is that i could recreate that con- with any amount of consistency right. yeah so it's like yeah I, that is how i wanted the shot to go but i could probably do that 10 more times in a row and, and not do it the same way yeah right Exactly. Well, and just, I think the more, the bigger focus is on like team play. And I think the the only other game that's even kind of come close to giving me that same feeling is Deep Rock Galactic. Yeah. Where you like, it's, it's one thing to be like, well, I'm the solo mid AD carry in any MOBA. So I just have to be the best player and I'm the God. So here's my giant ego. Mm -hmm. But then like rocket league man being the top scoring person in a match doesn't do anything for you like and it doesn't matter like in fact it's probably like getting uh i've seen some statistics i think i shared the video with you i think it was maybe a sunless con video or something where he went through and got a bunch of statistics from players 
on like how many goals versus assists versus shots are you in each rank. And the, the number one thing that goes up like to gold is goals, like shots that become goals. And then from gold onward, the number one stat that starts going up is assists because that means that you're passing the ball to a teammate and they're making the play. And like, that's the thing that's going to get you to rank up. Like the statistic that's going to rank you up more is intentionally passing to somebody and having them make the goal. I think that's just a big deal. Like I, I find that to be huge. Yeah, no, it, it definitely is. And I mean, not that I'm any good, like we'd said before, I, you know, only now am I high gold, low plat, um, which is middle <laughs> middling. Um, but I, I, so most of the time that I've played, I actually played two on two with our other friend that's been playing with us. And um, he is much more, he's much more mechanically sound than I am at the game, like much more able to be accurate with what he's trying to do. So that was kind of the two on two game is it's like, I just learned how to pass. And again, not that I'm like some, pro level passer or something, but I'm fairly consistent at being able to, to take balls out of the corner and lob in the middle. Yeah. Well, and lob it. So it is in front of the goal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the middle. And, and then that buddy of ours is very good about cleaning them up. He is really good shot. (laughs) And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's, it feels, it's crazy because rocket league is, is not in any way a real sport because it's (laughs) rocket powered cars, driving right. into a giant ball. It doesn't make any sense. But it feels more like playing a real sport. Now, I don't mean physically, of course. I'm playing oh, a video yeah. game, I know. Yeah. We're not running. We're not pedaling. <laughs> and I'm not trying to compare it to that. No, for, no, no. I get, it, I get it. But mentally, it is the most like playing a sport of any video game I've ever played, including sports games. Right. Sports simulation. There is a man. I forgot his name and I've only caught a couple of videos. I want to catch more of them. Um, There's a, there's a guy that does some rocket league content that is a sports psychologist Hmm. and has coached professional sports teams of, of real repute and said that almost all of the same mental coaching that he does in those types of games is the same. And even into like, like he talked about, I watched one video. He talked about like the way they do intensity and integral training is like doing lower intensity games for longer. Instead of doing eight hours a day, every day, they do like shorter practice times and more on the field experience because that gets your psychology, like more in the zone, like saying it's making arguments about like practicing over practicing is bad. Mm -hmm. And, And, and then just change like all of his conversations were using real sports psychology medicine applied to a video game. Right. Yeah. No, I believe it. Um, It's, I think it's because in most sports games, um, they're actually almost trying to simulate too much. So I know what it feels like to play basketball. Now, again, it's not like I'm some elite level player or something, but I know what that feels like. And in a basketball game, I can intend to do, to execute a move, but almost like a fighting game, it's like a series of inputs in order to, to tell the game that that's the move you wanted to do. Right. 
but it's not it, it's not natural if that makes it doesn't sense. translate the same way like pushing a to jump and then pushing a to shoot while you're in the air doesn't really feel like then the ball just goes on a trajectory like right. you didn't have anything to do with making that trajectory happen well and like and like typically in those games it's like a it's like a meter where it's like timing when you release the button or the stick mm-hmm. or whatever to measure your accuracy but it's not at all based on like your momentum or anything like that. Right. Whereas Rocket League is exclusively where you hit the ball with your car. Like what part of your car hit the ball? How fast were you going? How fast was the ball going? What direction are you facing? What direction is the ball coming from? Right. What is its speed and momentum? What is your speed and momentum? Like Right. And, and you can even do things like hit it off a wall where when it comes off your car, it's going somewhat fast but now when it comes off the wall it's almost like when a baseball bat hits a ball Mm -hmm. now it's going even faster like it's ricocheted off of that right um yeah i don't know it's wild it's wild and i also another thing that i have to to say that i love about it is i love that the matches are five minutes yes yes brilliant design decision even 10 minutes which isn't that much longer would be too long yeah Um, Especially because we've had some overtimes go like four and a half minutes, and that is grueling. It is. And I think, well, I think the other reason, though, that the five minutes is so good is, I mean, in an overtime game, if all the matches were that competitive and it was 10 minutes, uh, sure. maybe I could see it. But man, when I mean, we played one game where we lost 13 to zero because oh, the other right. two were clearly smurfing and were, mm-hmm. were they were doing crazy aerial right. resets and, and juggles. and Right. And I don't forfeit usually because. Yeah. Yeah, but um, but if that had been a ten minute game, I mean, oh man, that would have right. been horrible. then I would have forfeited. Right? Yeah, then I would be. You're right, exactly. Um, but it's just there are so many decisions that they made that they have not changed in the five years that I've played it, such as no stats for the cars, no meta, such as short game times. I love the fact that if you run into each other, there is no persistent damage. Right if you run each into each other at like supersonic speeds, then someone will blow up. Right. But they just respawn within like three seconds. Yeah. There's that's no it. health bar. The no. Outside of that, there's it's there, now there is still, there's still a good amount of points to running into people when you don't blow them up. Cause you can throw them off target. Yes. If they're in the middle of hitting the ball, when you hit them, you can change the direction. The ball goes right. by hitting them, not even hitting the ball. <laughs> yep. Like it is insane the amount of like the, the amount of physics physics accuracy i know that goes into to those interact like there's so few interactions in the game that they could spend all of their time making those interactions so pre- like i haven't seen or really felt any type of hitbox occlusions that nope. didn't feel right no nope. outside of lag that's about the only time that something happens that i'm like wait what is right. if there's a really high latency. Yep. Yeah, no, it's it's um I mean, I'm sure there are examples that that someone could send us or something, but it's nearly a perfect game from a technical standpoint. Like there's you're never running into bugs. You never get stuck in the corner of the field or something. Your car never doesn't do what it was the inputs that you put in said right. to do, you know? Um it's it it's shocking how great that is and and the five minute matches the thing that's so crazy about that too is that 
if I didn't know what Rocket League was, I would think, well, five minutes sounds too short. Like, right. I, I don't want to play five minutes at a time. <laughs> you literally get the entire range of human emotion experience in that five minutes. It is such an adrenaline. <laughs> well, and like, and like, there have been plenty of games that I have praised for being shorter because it allows me to drop in and out. Yeah. None of them have I played for what was it? 14, 16 hour. I don't even know how yeah. many we played like all night, like for early in the evening, like right after dinner, like, yeah, we could play a few matches. And then it's like four in the morning. It's like 10 hours later. And I'm just like, Oh no. Like, and we only stopped because we are old and have jobs, but it, yeah, not it, because we were tired. There was so much right. adrenaline and right. excitement. Like and- if we were on summer vacation or something, like if we had no responsibilities mm-hmm. coming up in the next week, we would have just stayed up more. Like- it was definitely a question of like, do I sleep on the couch? Uh, is the wife going to be, can I get into bed without the wife knowing that it's 4 a.m. and I've been playing car soccer? For- <laughs> I know. I know. It's, are This is not gaming specific at all, but uh, you're familiar. I'm certain we've talked about it, but um, with the idea of like the flow state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I mean, for anyone that's not familiar with it, it, it's basically just, it's another way of talking about mindfulness. It's just being completely in engaged in the present moment where mm-hmm. you're not thinking about things that have occurred and you're not really thinking about the future other than like, I mean, you know, obviously you're going to be predicting a few seconds into the future, but you're not thinking about like the outcome long-term of what's well, happening. Well, and you're not conscious of your action either. Your body is just doing, you're not thinking I want to hit the ball over there. Your body just moves in the way that it needs to move to try to get that to happen. Yeah. Well, and to some extent, I mean, I think there, it's also like, maybe you do think I need to hit the ball, but that's it. Like your attention is solely on I'm hitting the ball, not when I hit the ball, then it'll score a goal. Then we'll celebrate. Right. Those thoughts are what messes people up. Right. Just make this jump happen. Right. Exactly. Um, and, and and so flow is something that's achieved in a variety of ways, not just athletics, but sports is a place where it, it, if you can get to flow in sports, that's oftentimes when people will play their best. And, and yeah, Rocket League is a rare game where I feel like I can get into a flow state pretty quickly with it because it's so all encompassing, like it demands... It demands oh, it's it. So intense. It is yeah. so, it is such an intense game. <laughs> uh, whether you're like when I was first starting out in low level, it was intense because just hitting the ball made you feel and like because the ball is huge. It's like twice the size of your car. Even more, right? Maybe yeah. More. And like so you're like, how can I miss this? But you're also going like a hundred miles an hour. <laughs> you just scream past it. And like, so hitting it is a rush then. And like I I thought you were a god at being a goalie because, like, you, you say, like, your passing ability is pretty good. To me, your ability to not get scored on was just, like, pro level when I was, like, <laughs> and, like, I could never, like, I, when I sat in the goal, I, I wanted to cry every time. It's like, we're going to get scored on and lose. Walker's going to hate me. <laughs> but right. it, it felt like that in that moment. And now, like, I mean, and it's what? It's only a few weeks later. Like, yeah. 40, 40, 50 hours game time over the course of a month. There's a little bit of holiday break in there. And 
now I don't, I probably still wouldn't say I'm as good as you are, but there have been some really good shots that I have blocked. Like yeah. it, I can, I can feel my progression every week or so. Like if I were to, if I were to take a video from each week that I played, I could probably tell you what the order of those weeks were. Right. Like, right. Yeah. Cause I could just see that much change in my gameplay. I haven't seen that much change in my rank, but you know, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Although to some extent, I think you actually, because you were playing with with me and our other friend, you got to be gold just when you. I got to be gold by proxy. Yeah, I was definitely playing at like low silver level for a bit. So you probably would have seen if you would have been playing either on your own or if we had all just picked it up. Right, we would have seen the progression to, yeah. to grow. It probably still wouldn't be at gold, but um, the other thing though that I think is is true that has to be you know, acknowledge that's not acknowledged a lot. Uh, you know, I, I talk a lot about, Hey, MMOs. Um, the problem with MMO, <laughs> I know. How? It's car soccer. Because the problem with MMO combat, PVP combat oftentimes is that it comes down to who has a better t-shirt. Um, and it's, it, yes, there's skill. I don't mean that there's no mechanical skill, but that mechanical skill is negated if the gear is not equivalent now once the gear is equivalent now we're back to skill mattering um and and the fact that rocket league just has nothing like that you know what i mean there's no there is no whose shirt is better or anything it's literally just there's no legendary pants that may makes a difference there's still legendary skins but right they don't do anything (laughs) exactly exactly but anyway what i was going to say though is that in games like World of Warcraft or whatever MMO, it doesn't have to be WoW, any MMO with PvP, uh, there is an enormous um, time sink that is understood. And that's what turns a lot of people off. Is it's like, yeah, well, I would like to play as a wizard in PvP, but I don't want to spend 100 hours building the character to get to that point. Yeah. Um, and I think that... I just... I don't know. I, 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 I love... I love that there's not that demand, but at the same time, as you've said, you've got a lot of hours in a short window of time. So you have gotten tremendously better. I mean, Nick and I have talked about how surprised we've been at how quickly you've picked things up in the game, but you also have just, we did spend 12 hours or something playing. Right. One night, you know yeah. what I mean? And the truth is, is that if you played, not just you, but if anyone played Starcraft for that amount of time, right you would get better also. You know yeah. what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah. um, it's just, it, it, I, I guess my whole point is just, it's a, while there's not a, a fixed time limit and like, maybe you get, maybe you get to a certain level in 20 hours in rocket league and it takes me 40 hours to get to that same level because there's not a, a hard parameter around that time. Cause there's not a t-shirt to obtain. It still comes down to time spent. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like there's still a big amount of time spent that, that matters. But it's also not as it's it's just more obfuscated, right? Where like you know to get that T-shirt and Wow or that legendary weapon or whatever, you're gonna have to grind this four-hour raid, yep, a number of times equal to getting the drop that you want, which means it has to drop. You have to be able to win it or take need or whatever, whatever system is in place for whatever game you're playing. So you can kind of see like, well, that's probably an average of. 20 hours to get this one piece for a five piece set or whatever, like right. kind of almost math it out a little bit. And in rocket league, there's none of that. So I don't know 
how many hours, even if I were to say, I'm going to only learn aerials. Right. And I'm just going to work on that. I don't know how, what that timeline is. Cause I don't right. know how fast I'll pick it up. I don't know how good I'll be at it. I don't know how, you know, I, and I can't even guesstimate. Right. Right. I, I don't have enough knowledge about my own. It really, it's how fast do I learn button presses? Like that's what I'd have to gauge. And I can't really do that very effectively. And, and a lot of things I think are easy that aren't. And some things have come to me more naturally that I didn't think ever would. And right. My body is making actions with the car that like, granted, I think I have a, a tiny, tiny edge because of flight sims and space sims to air rolling, which is not something that I'm like great at yet. But Q and E are very natural. I'm a keyboard and mouse player, whatever, bite me. But uh, Q and E are very natural for roll in a lot of space games and, and flight sims and stuff. So like I just, my fingers just know to go to those. And so like I learned recoveries very quick. Like I can recover to a wall or to the ground for the most part, pretty easily until the camera is one way and I'm on a wall and I, my brain doesn't do backwards very well, but we talked about that with Ori in the blind forest. <laughs> so when you play with keyboard and mouse, if you're, if you were going to jump and point the nose of your car up, mm hmm are you pressing the S key to do that? Or is it the mouse that dictates the No, it's, that's R. S. That's S. S to go up. So here's the deal is that's actually a huge advantage to the, I would think for keyboard and mouse. Although, as I told you when we started playing, uh, my understanding is that most of the top level players play with a controller. Most are. There's like one top 20 player that's keyboard and mouse. <laughs> and it's kind of surprising because honestly, the problem that I will run into a lot is... When I go to jump and and rocket through the through the air, excuse me, if if I don't press the stick down perfectly straight to angle my nose up, mm -hmm. and I push it to the side at all, oh yeah, now You're I'm rotating. off the angle and yep. it's wrong. So by by having the definitive keys for the directions, it's impossible that you don't point your car up unless you just didn't right. press that button. But the, the biggest, so like my biggest problem is that W is also gas. So when I jump, I'll be holding W, so I'll nose down a lot. So like yeah. unlearning to constantly hold down W, because that's in all WASD games, it's almost always hold down W, you know, like, yeah. that was rough. But then like the biggest advantage that people claim from keyboard and mouse is learning the diagonal front flip. So because it's you have to be perfectly diagonal when you do your double jump to do the like di the half flip or whatever that it's and it gives you such a burst of speed without changing your direction that it's really advantageous to do consistently. And on a controller, that northeast angle or northwest angle is a really fine line that can be difficult to hit, whereas on the keyboard, it's just holding W and A. And right. it's hundred percent diagonal. It is a hundred percent every single time I can corner flip. That's what I, the word I've been looking for for all of those screaming at me. Mm. Corner flips are really easy to do on a keyboard, and most people on a controller take say it takes at least some practice. Yeah, yeah. As far as how many hours does it take, um, I will say that's something that made me feel a lot better about my Rocket League skill because I'm in the I don't know somewhere in the few hundreds, like 400, 500 hours. I don't know total. And again, I'm not that great. Um, not a much of an aerial player, so <laughs> not very good. Whatever you do, <laughs> so much more aerial shots than you think you do. <laughs> but then you watch the top guys, and it's almost like they're playing like 
volleyball. Like right. the ball doesn't touch the ground. It's just mm-hmm. being juggled around in the air and then scored eventually. But then you ask, you look at those guys and it's like, how many hours you played? They're not at like a thousand or two. Th- they're at like 10,000. Yeah. They are at insane amounts of time spent. Yep. Um, and I will well, say, I even did. them, like there was, I was really impressed, especially in ones. Like, so that's the other thing that I've gotten into a lot lately is watching a lot of Rocket League. It's so watchable. It is it's so, so watchable. watchable. And in fact, the wife is now on board in like she used to let me watch starcraft pro matches during like din- if we weren't eating a nice dinner and we we're eating on the couch she didn't care if i watched starcraft uh but now she is actually somewhat invested in rocket league nice and can call out what good shots are and ooh that was a crazy good save because it's it's very understandable like the mechanics and she's admitted like there's just a lot to understand in starcraft and she can kind of get what's going on but she doesn't understand the the intricacies of where a hydralisk is beneficial or why the engineer being built late you know changed anything but in rocket league it's that's a really hard shot to hit because now i've seen enough of those shots but that she just gets it now you know right yeah yeah so you know starcraft is obviously the progenitor of esports um and and still i mean we sponsor a starcraft 2 tournament with team exxon on our team exxon. yeah um so uh, this isn't to d- diminish starcraft at all love it i love it as an esport but yeah with starcraft i mean not only do you have to understand if you're watching a terran versus zerg do you have to understand what the terran builds possible or units possibilities are right. you also have to understand the zerg possibilities and then how those interact with one right. another to really follow the game at a quick pace um but but so starcraft has done that being said obviously a tremendous amount for the popularization of esports since it kind of started oh, yeah. it. um and then overwatch i really thought had a chance to maybe be the thing that, that kind of brought esports more mainstream because you have the city-based teams like the mm-hmm. Shanghai Dragons and the New York whatever. And and that's all much more like traditional sports. Um, and they put in good rules where like the minimum salary for uh, Overwatch players, like 50 grand and right. they have to have a house. The team has to provide a team house. It has to meet certain requirements. And it's like, okay, they're starting to actually kind of force this to be a legitimate pro mm-hmm. avenue. The problem, though, with Overwatch is that similar to StarCraft, unfortunately, you have to know so much right. to follow it because it's all happening at real-time speed and, and it's pro players, so they're really fast. Yep. And if you don't know what May does versus what Zenyatta does, then you don't understand why any of this mattered. Right. And with Rocket League, I, I really think that Rocket League is actually the best chance now to to kind of popularize esports on a mainstream scale. Right. I mean, to say they need to be popularized is kind of ridiculous because I get that there's hundreds of millions of dollars. Right, right. <laughs> but I, I get what you mean. Like being it's not on ESPN, right? right? There is not a TV network that hundreds of millions of people are watching that are dedicated to esports. Like we are not even close to that. No, but it, I mean Twitch is taking a lot of that too though. Like there is a lot happening. Um there is. I agree. It's not as huge, but well, I think esports though, right? Twitch yeah. is all, I mean, not, it's not even just gaming. It's people painting and stuff yeah. sometimes. Right. So, um, but as an esport, I think rocket league is the best chance because it's so watchable. 
it's very quickly entertaining because even if you don't understand, like your wife, she's never played. She doesn't know how hard it actually is to fly the car that way. It's just obvious from seeing some right. of this. You, yeah. So when you see it, you're like, okay, that was some skill. Well, and like <laughs> another thing is just like, God, there's like a, so many points I want to make. <laughs> um, just for a long time. One so. is just that like the stats are very easily understandable. Yep. Like boost stolen, boost use, average boost maintained, like shots, shots on goal, goals, you know, steal, what blocks, whatever is all very easily to understand. And then even like on for tournaments, like win loss ratio or score to loss or go, like there's like goal to win ratio. So it shows how many goals versus wins you generally get. Like there's a lot of just easily understood stats that are available that don't, that one aren't character specific because you don't have a specific character doing it. And two, they're not, they don't require you to understand another thing to know. The only one that requires you to understand something else is boost and mm-hmm. understand how and why that's used and why maintaining it or having it or stealing it is good or bad. Right. But like, like it, you, if you are able to block a lot of shots, but also get your boost stolen a lot, then that just means that you're really good at blocking shots with no boost. So that's like a thing that you are good at. Right. That can be, it can be really easily talked to even in that reference. But I think one of the things that I found the most impressive to go back to kind of an earlier point that you were talking about is how much ground game there is in ones. Mm. So in one V one at the pro level, there are some aerial shots, but aerials are dangerous. Because if you open, you have to fall from the air. So if you don't have boost to boost down to the ground, you're vulnerable. If you miss the shot, you're vulnerable. So it's just not something you do a lot of. But then you get to see how accurate pros are. Right. Like the insane accuracy of putting the ball to the point where mind games matter. Where you'll fake a half jump to look like they're but going to bounce the ball up and then quickly land and jump again in a different direction to knock the ball just barely into the lower left corner where you where anybody else would either bounce out or hit the pole or whatever like and and these little mind games these little tricks where like they'll fake a kickoff flip so that the other person sees the name tag bounce so they know that person is flipped and then stop a half second before hitting the ball but then boost again. So the other person hits the ball first, but they get the ricochet at full speed. (laughs) Like it's so these little teeny tiny movements that you start seeing that like, yeah, in a three V three, it is much more volleyball because you can risk one person always being in the air, but in ones you just see the, the ground skill and like dribbling. Cause you don't see dribbling in threes Mm. because that's a risk because somebody's going to jump over your car. But yeah. No, yeah, no, I, I think that's an excellent point. It, well, it, it speaks to, yet again, for such a simple and, and frankly just stupid concept, car soccer, like what? It's crazy the diversity of gameplay that it offers, even just by changing the amount of players on the field. Right. Uh, let alone they've got a hockey mode that's legitimately that's enjoyable. Good. Yeah. <laughs> basketball mode that's actually really cool. They've got this breakout mode where it like breaks out bricks in the floor Mm -hmm. 
and all of that's really cool too. It's not the standard game anymore, but but yeah, uh, I, I remember when you mentioned ones, I was like, man, the benefit, and this is my, again, layman opinion of it, but the benefit to me of playing ones is that you get to see how, what happens if you overcommit. Yeah. Like when you go to take crazy shots in threes, it feels like maybe no big deal because you don't realize the position that you're putting your teammates into when you're just wildly out of position. But in ones, when you go wildly out of position, you know, because now that guy gets to drive the ball all the way down the right. field and just dribble it. They don't have yeah. to go. They can just roll it across the field and then you'll never catch them. You won't <laughs> yeah. Cause you're flipping upside down on your opponent's goal after landing on your back. Like, right. Well, it, it's tempting. And I, I still do it, which is, part of the reason that I've never don't advance higher in rank, I'm sure. But it, I will still sometimes like jump at a ball or, or go in the air. And there's in my head, there's like a 10% chance that I hit right. it. The reality is that there's a 0% chance that I hit it. Cause I never do. And so then I'm wildly out of position. And again, when you're playing with teammates, you might not feel the punishment of that right away. Cause if they were in position to cover you, it's like, you didn't get scored on, so it's fine. But yeah, in ones, it just shows the like, yeah, don't jump if you don't think you're going to. Yeah, you got to be sure. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, and like, but I think that's the great thing about, because like ones, I think is good for teaching you ground game and positioning really well. But like, I probably wouldn't be half as good as I am at being goalie, if not for threes, because I'm a lot more comfortable taking those aerial shots when I know I, there's a good chance that I'm not going to hit this, but now I can learn and get used to jumping for some of these anyway, and learn what jumps are good jumps. And when that works, mm -hmm. reinforcing those memories with the Holy crap, I hit the ball in the air versus the like instant replay of getting scored on while I'm launching myself 30 feet to one side of the ball, rocketing through the air in slow motion. Like, Right. The 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 replay, the instant replay slow motion can make anybody look good, which is great. And it makes plays where you're like, man, I, I was a hair away from hitting that ball from a slightly different camera angle. You're like 10 feet away <laughs> and you're like, it uh, it looked a lot different on my screen. I got to tell you that. Yeah. Lag, lag. <clears throat> uh, uh, the, the replay is not saving the exact position there. You know? <laughs> the, the thing that sucks though, is that you don't get the instant replays on like great saves. Right. Cause like it only replays the, which is fine. I get that you don't want to interrupt the game for that, but man, there have been some crazy saves and you don't get to celebrate that. Because now if you get a crazy save, it's like you turn it into a scoring opportunity. Like you got to go. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. The game, the play didn't stop because mm -hmm. you got to like when you score. Yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm so glad that, that I, because uh, I have sold it to you for years now. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I, this is something I try and, and live by. I'm sure I fail sometimes. But like if I'm really going to vouch for something, it really, I really do think it's that good. Right. And if not, I, I just won't vouch for it like that. Like Doom in 2016 and Doom Eternal, I, I'll go to go to bat for that every day of the week. It's really that good, though. Yeah. Borderlands 3, I liked it a lot. I'm really glad we played it. If someone asked me, should I pick up Borderlands 3, I would have a more nuanced conversation about that. Right. Depends on what you like in a game. 
Yeah, but if someone said, should I pick up Doom 2016? It's like, as long as you don't have a problem with gore or the... the general, yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah, it's incredible, right. period. And Rocket League's the same thing, man. It's just it's just great and it's the problem is is there's not a good and that i think that was where it was a hard sell for me is there's not a good uh analogy there's not a good analogous game to it to say if you like this you'll like that because like i mean i like the destruction mode of burnout where like you have to destroy car and there's a little bit of that to it i like some racing games i like need for speeds customization but not really the how much drift like i like to drift but i didn't like drag races and like there's so many things that when you hear car soccer i mean i didn't know if i was going to have to do manual shifting versus automatic or you know like because that could easily be like downshifting and upshifting could be a mechanical skill that they could throw in that game that would make sense and nobody would argue with right 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 um but they didn't and it's just you're you got full torque all the time it's so i don't know if you've had did you see the 4k high definition uh release trailer for rocket league going free to play Uh huh oh my god i I almost want to pause the recording so that you can watch this because like a minute long and it is incredible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We're gonna pause. We'll be back. Uh yeah, yeah. That's pretty baller. Uh, <laughs> is that not incredible? <laughs> I mean, I, I, if you don't, if you still hadn't, didn't understand, I don't know. I don't know if that would attract a new person. I certainly, though, as a fan of the game, yeah, that's awesome. That looks. Okay. I, I love there's as like a cinematic fan. There's yeah. so many little t- I've watched it like a dozen times, like in slow-mo, like there's little touches that like the car is like a little hesitant. Right. And, like the one moment, like, uh Oh, like the, and just the graphics quality is so insane. Right. Yeah. No, like, that is. Oh, for a minute, a minute long trailer. Like yeah. that, if that doesn't, that's the emotional feeling that you will get at least i get playing the game is that trailer that like level of heightened oh my godness happens yeah. every 30 seconds in a game like yeah yeah no that's an excellent trailer yeah that's really cool um it, it's it, it, i don't know i mean we've now talked about rocket league for an hour before, <laughs> uh, which i actually didn't think we were going to do um i obviously i i stand by it a million percent as i have since i first played it um and if anyone listening has not tried rocket league now there's literally no reason because in, in right unless you're like anti-epic count or something but assuming that you can grow up past that um <laughs> you, there's no reason to not try it it's free and it's incredible <laughs> well, you could literally like it's a game where i, I kind of get like even with the skins and stuff like wanting to unlock new stuff is cool but just playing the game is so good that if I never unlocked anything, I really wouldn't care because frankly, I don't see most of the time. I don't see how cool my car is. The goal explosion is about the only thing that you see yeah, a lot. The boost trail, the boost trail kind of, yeah. Like you see it in like the intro and the outro to a match where the cars line up and you're waiting for people to log in. But in match, I don't I don't know that I've ever seen a single opponent's antenna or topper 
in a match. Like I'm right. so you you're not really dunking on somebody because you've got some rare hat. And and you're also but as as on the flip side of that, I'm also not wanting that because I'm not seeing it. So I'm not right. like, oh man, that guy's car is so cool. I want my car to be that cool because that's a lot of the like drive to get you to want cool stuff from like loot boxes or whatever. Mm-hmm. So like that's not there. And just the base stuff, if you never unlocked anything, you still get tons of stuff to begin with. Once you hit like level five, you've unlocked all the base cars and all the base paints and everything like that. And so like even without all of that, it's still just a crazy good game. Like I'm playing it. I'm not playing it to unlock the next thing. I'm excited when the next thing unlocks. And like when I see it, like, oh yeah, in four levels, I get this cool goal explosion. Like, okay, whatever. I'll get, I'll get there when I get there. And it probably won't even be that long. Yeah. So, but I'm not looking like, oh man, it's like 60 levels down the battle pass before I could even get this if I want. It's like, meh, I'm good. I just want to play cool matches. Like, right. Yeah. So, one other thing I want to touch on uh, that we haven't yet, which is crazy because it's yet again mm-hmm. uh, another example of best in class, is the soundtrack for Rocket League. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> so that was one thing I was already familiar with before ever playing. Yeah. Because it's on like all the music platforms. Uh-huh. But yeah, it's like a 40 to 60 track OST now. Yeah. And it just gets bigger with every C- every new every release comes with half a dozen tracks. Well, in the first two seasons, I think, or first two, uh, they're not called seasons, but whatever. The first two soundtracks um, were made by a guy named Mike Alt, who made the music for Rocket League. Right. But then past that, they expand into like Monster Cat and like legitimate electronic that we listen to otherwise. Right. Yeah. Like familiar with the artists that are making tracks, but they're not like, it's not like a Need for Speed Underground where it's like, oh, well, this person made riders of the storm or whatever and so we're going to get that version and put it in the game it's complete it's made for rocket league first yeah then it can be released out in the wild or whatever so yeah yeah, huge variety it's not all one style of music there's probably a pretty heavy lean to electronica but not all of it yeah Oh. Yeah, there's emo stuff in there that I hate. So. <laughs> yeah, there is, so I've I've largely because I've heard so many of the songs outside of the game, I've turned off a lot of the in-game music for favor of my own music. And yeah, I had to make sure to ask you guys, like, hey, when I score, make sure my anthem isn't bad. Like <laughs> those anthems. Yeah, I uh yeah, I I don't know. Is there anything else that you wanted to discuss about Rocket League though that we haven't? So a couple things. One, I'll stay. I'll stay on audio to talk about. While you can't customize like your transmission or your shock suspension or whatever, you can change your engine sounds, which I think is awesome. And that's separate from your boost noise. So like the sound design is really crisp, even outside of music. Like I leave the sound volume at a hundred percent and just play my own tunes because there's a lot of feedback in your single jump, your double jump, your boost, your speed. When you go supersonic, like all of these little things have the, and, and the sound design for, we haven't talked about the maps. That's fair. Yeah. Like the sound design is specific for each map on everything from the announcer that does the countdown clocks to what happens when you get a goal the, the what the noise the announcer makes if there are extra noises like if you're in the train station there'll be a train horn that blasts when you get a goal like 
and the noise of the tires on the different surfaces (laughs) has like is like a blasted out kind of post-apocalyptic kind of desert arena and the walls are all chain link fence and when you drive on the train link it rattles chain link fence (laughs) like there's one that's more like a slick polished basketball court and it makes the sneaker rubber noise like the squeaky rubber noise is like perfect yeah there's like differences between grass and dirt to like the more carpeted field there's one that has like kind of carpet in it which i really like and like all of the different arenas there's the underwater arena is the amount of background art there's like giant fish and stuff swimming underneath and around fish and some neon lights and like a submarine and there's a neo tokyo that's just buildings and flying cars and animated signs like yeah it's so there's so much going on and all of that it you really get that effect of like being in an arena when you when the match is first loading you see all of that and you're like get that tension in the middle of a match it's all gone right it exists it's just ball goal enemy cars like all of it vanishes it's so wild how that happens it is and it's and that's kind of what i mean by you know that that flow state kind of thing is like it's crazy how within with all within a five minute match not only do i get like completely immersed but i mean that five minutes can feel like 30 minutes right like it feels so involved and in something like starcraft for example it's a lot harder for me to to get that engaged right away because there's so many things to like am i remembering everything sometimes like the first three to four minutes of a match you can get down but then so that part can almost be boring yeah or if anything else, just kind of samey. Whereas yeah. Rocket League, you get three seconds after everybody's loaded <laughs> and you got to start figuring things out. Right. And you're going, you're going right now. And and I love the swings too. I mean, you know, I, like I talked about earlier, we lost 13-0, but there's been games where we're down 4-0 and come back and win 5-4. In, like, in the last minute. Right. <laughs> We've also lost significantly. Yeah in the last from, minute from big leads where we're like well we got a cushion we're good and somehow they just get a read on you yeah and, and it changes the built-in tournament system amazing super good yeah in several of those now i think there's one every two to four hours or something like that like I think every three hours um i i honestly i wish that they would go i wish it was literally three hours 24 7 um, it it, I think it is if you switch servers, but you have to like play on like the Korean server, the European server, etc. Right, which is easy to do. You have access to all of that just from from the options menu. Um, but yeah, yeah, the tournaments are great. You're, you're right. I can't believe I didn't even think about the fields. The, the variety of fields is so is so cool. And as someone who's played it the whole time, like when I first started, there was only a couple, right? I remember when the Tokyo field got introduced. I remember when the wasteland field got introduced. Like I remember the first time I played at the underwater level, like it's just so cool to see the progression of the game. And I'm so impressed that they haven't ever sold out the, the core of it. Now, of course they have a big esports scene that <laughs> motivates them to not do that. Um, but I don't know. It just, it seems like it's something where they could easily have messed it up by trying to overcomplicate it or by by 
by getting by it becoming this huge success because really what happened was it was originally like supersonic rocket powered battle oh, no, you gotta say i was that was the other that's one of the other things i want to bring up for the end is how while i love the simplicity of rocket league a huge shout out to the amount of word jumble that is their original name but all of the words are are perfectly fitting and accurately describe the game which is supersonic acrobatic rocket powered battle cars nice it somehow it flows like it rolls like you don't think you think it's gonna be a tongue twister and then it just spurts out and i love it i love it so much but rocket league makes a lot more sense right at that but i love saying supersonic acrobatic it is a tongue twister all right Uh all right so it's just you say it slow enough it's not but (laughs) (laughs) that's great um it's so that was the original title on PS3. So it was its own game called that. And then and then they made it Rocket League. Well, Rocket League didn't immediately set the world on fire. Right. What happened was it became so on PlayStation Network, if you subscribe to PlayStation Plus, you get two free games a month just like with Xbox or with Epic or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um Rocket League was one of those free games. So that's what kind of catapulted it into mainstream view right and then more and more people started picking it up but they could have also also easily seen that success and even if it would have been two or three years later been like well it's time for rocket league 2 right and in rocket league 2 all these new mechanics introduced Mm -hmm. and it's like i I love that they've never done that i love that they've just marched forward uh with the game that they have and of course that's because they can monetize microtransactions right. and aesthetics. And, and it goes to, to to the point that as much as people will hate on microtransactions and, and those things, and of course that's lessened dramatically in the last decade. I mean, 10 years ago, people were much more upset than they are now, but it, it just shows why that monetization model is awesome because in an example like this, it's enabling the game to stay the same whereas if that monetization didn't exist they would have had to make rocket league 2 yeah and now the player base is fractured and now there's probably new mechanics and blah, 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 blah. so well, and it's you know i don't i'm not gonna totally praise their system because yeah there are some things that i like i said that one color wheel per unlock especially in the slower unlock progression a little rough some of the blueprints that you get to like then craft into an item can cost $20 to craft for not really $20 worth of in-game item. Um, but I'm not, it doesn't feel cheap the way that they're like, it doesn't feel like I'm, I don't feel gross, I guess. I would prefer to not have an underground skins market and to just go and buy the things that I want for a fair price to get exactly the kind of design I want. But that would probably just end up more like a Warframe where everything is nickeled and dimed to where every paint palette set is it's like to get six colors or something. So I don't want that either. I I will, I'm not even really begrudgingly, but I'm accepting of the pay balance that that's there in the game. I think the rocket pass is a fair price. The starter packs are not a terrible way to get a jump into the game and give you some free points. Heck the battle pass. If you play it all the way through, you get an 80% reward on what it costs to buy it right so 
I don't think you can really ask for much more. Like in the end, in the end of the day, it costs like two dollars if you play consistently to get a three month battle pass. Right. Well, and I mean, they're not offering nothing. I mean, a they've right. made and maintained a great game that now is free. Mm-hmm. But they also are hosting the servers that everyone's playing right. on. You're not doing peer-to-peer connections, which would dramatically ruin. Oh, yeah, it would nuke everything that's there. Yeah. Right. So uh, I, I, I definitely don't begrudge their monetization because there's actually something to pay for, right? right. Like right. if they didn't make any money, they would have to shut it down because they can't pay for the servers. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think that if it was a subscription model where it was $10 every three months, I would be more willing to do that. A lot more willing. I already canceled my dual universe resub, which was twenty dollars yeah. for three months. And yeah, I would I would gladly play pay that for Rocket League though, easily. Right, right. Yeah. Yep. Uh well that that being said, anything else you'd like to cover? So I guess now uh the question is when are you gonna play da- Gone Home Two or Gone Home? It's not there's no Gone Home Two, man. I have to play a sequel yeah. now too. No, no. When are you gonna play Gone Home? We were playing around. We were talking about Rocket League too. I'm getting jumbled. The tongue twister has effectively twisted my tongue. I can't speak. <laughs> that's, that's funny. It's like a you know, speller. You know, get the old uh, one home installed. You know, I got my end of the bargain has now publicly been fulfilled. I know. I know. <laughs> um. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> The thing is, I wouldn't vouch for it if it wasn't good. Yes, you would. And we've had this conversation offline that after playing Rocket League, you're like, okay, the experience of Gone Home is not equivalent to the shock experience of this. I will agree to that. It's not Doom Eternal level of quality. Now, that being said, it's also a three hour investment. So. I Matt, will hold up my Matt. end of the bargain. Right. I will hold up my end of the bargain. I will play Gone Home. We're going to wait for some specific criteria to be true so that I can enjoy that the most. But Solid uh, spring day, 68 degrees outside, wind between 10 and 18 miles per hour. Yeah, that's the criteria. <laughs> yeah, it's that. Got to play with uh, the windows open, you know? Right, yeah. I'm an outdoor gamer. <laughs> the eye roll. I hope you guys could hear that. that was some that was intense all right well that's all for our episode today if you like this episode consider buying us a cup of coffee over at ko-fi.com slash p-u-y-s pod or just tell a friend about us it really does make a difference all of our links and social accounts are available in the show notes and if you'd like to hear more from either of us outside of gaming my other podcast the walk show talks about the walk of life while interviewing various guests And Brett's podcast, Dungeons and Dinners, is where the love of fantasy is food for thought.